A warm welcome to this service of choral evensong from St Paul's Cathedral for the Feast of Corpus Christi, the day on which we give thanks for the grace and comfort of the sacrament of the altar, Christ's sacred body and precious blood. We celebrate this feast when we are unable to make our communion together, and yet we rejoice that we remain united in Christ Jesus, and pray at this time that we may know more fully the depths of God's love for each of us, and that we, through word and song, may praise him for his good gifts. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. to help us.
Here begins the second verse of the 16th chapter of the book of the Exodus. The whole congregation of the Israelites complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots and ate our fill of bread. For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, I am going to rain bread from heaven for you, and each day the people shall go out and gather enough for that day. In that way I will test them, whether they will follow my instruction or not. On the sixth day, when they prepare what they bring in, it will be twice as much as they gather on other days. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, In the evening you shall know that it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, and in the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your complaining against the Lord. For what are we that you complain against us? And Moses said, When the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening, and you are full of bread in the morning, because the Lord has heard the complaining that you utter against him, what are we? Your complaining is not against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, Say to the whole congregation of the Israelites, Draw near to the Lord, for he has heard your complaining. And as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the Israelites, they looked towards the wilderness, and the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, I have heard the complaining of the Israelites. Say to them, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall have your fill of bread. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. In the evening quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a fine, flaky substance, as fine as frost on the ground. When the Israelites saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. Here ends the first lesson.
Here begins the 22nd verse of the 6th chapter of the Gospel according to John. The next day, the crowd that had stayed on the other side of the lake saw that there had been only one boat there. They also saw that Jesus had not got into the boat with his disciples, but that his disciples had gone away alone. Then some boats from Tiberias came near the place where they had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks. So when the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they themselves got into the boats and went to Capernaum looking for Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, Very truly, I tell you, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For it is on him that God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to him, What must we do to perform the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So they said to him, What sign are you going to give us then, so that we may see it and believe you? What work are you performing? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Here ends the second lesson.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, 
May I speak in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Confused, far from all that is familiar, in a place that feels alien. For the Israelites in our first reading, their past lives as slaves in Egypt, difficult and challenging as those lives have been, now seem a haven of security compared to the uncertainty of their lives now. Maybe something of that experience resonates with you during this strange time of semi-lockdown, and a full lockdown still for many of you. In their disorientation and confusion, the Israelites complained to Moses and Aaron, you've brought us out into the wilderness to fill us with hunger. But God hears their cry, and he gives them a gift, manna from heaven. Every morning, this flaky substance comes down onto the ground around their camp, like dew or frost. And when they gather it, they find that it tastes like bread. But it doesn't last. Overnight, it goes mouldy. If they don't eat it soon after they've gathered it, it becomes inedible. Only on the Sabbath does it last until the following day, for they're not allowed to collect food on the Sabbath. So they can't hoard this life-giving manna. They soon learn that they need to eat all that is given to them that same day, and then trust God that he will provide for them again tomorrow. I'm reminded of that manna each time I say the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our daily bread. Lord, Give us today what we need for today and help us to trust that you will provide for us anew tomorrow. In our second reading, the crowds follow Jesus because he's just fed them and they want more. The bread of God, Jesus tells them, is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Just like manna, the crowds must be thinking. Sir, they respond, give us this bread, always. I am the bread of life, Jesus replies. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. The life that Jesus offers is so much more than the life of our physical existence in this world. It is the life in all its fullness, the abundant life that he promises his followers. The promise of life permeated with the knowledge of being a cherished child of God. The sacraments of bread and wine that we receive at the Eucharist or Holy Communion are valued signs of this promise and are much missed by many of us in this time of lockdown. But it is on Jesus, not on the sacraments, that our hope depends. He is the bread of life and promises to feed us 
when we come to him, whatever circumstances we are in. And so when we pray, give us today our daily bread. We are promising that God will give us, through Jesus, all that we need physically, emotionally and spiritually to live abundantly as his cherished child today. And that he will help us to trust that he will provide for us anew tomorrow. Amen. Let us pray. We pray for the Church throughout the world and in the Anglican cycle of prayer for the Church in the United States of America, in the Diocese of New York, for their bishops Andrew, Alan and Mary, also for the Church in India, in the Diocese of Amritsar and for Bishop Pradeep. We give thanks for our partnership with the Church in Mozambique, in the Diocese of Nyasa, praying for the district of Milanji, for the parishes of St. Simon of Cyrene, Malumbo, Engema, Mongue and Sabela, for Archdeacon Eugenio, and for Mateus, Carlos, Francisco, Albano and Marcelino, and all who minister in those places. Within this, our Diocese of London, we pray for Sarah, our Bishop, and for the parish of All Saints Hanworth, for Sergei and Catriona, and for the work of the Russian and Ukrainian chaplaincy. And as we celebrate the Feast of Corpus Christi, we give thanks for the gift of the Holy Eucharist, praying especially at this time for all who are unable to receive the sacrament. Lord Jesus, in the sacrament of the Eucharist, we recall both your sacrifice for us and your presence with us. May we receive your salvation in its fullness and give ourselves gladly in the service of others, that all may be drawn into your glorious kingdom, to the praise and glory of your name. Amen. We pray for the world, for all who are suffering and in need, especially at this time for all who are sick in body, mind or spirit, and particularly those affected by the coronavirus for hospital staff and community health workers, and all who care for the sick and dying. We pray too for places of unrest, especially for the peoples of America, for all who are victims of racist violence and abuse, and for all who work for justice in our world. Look in mercy, O Lord our God, upon the suffering of your world, and help those in trouble or distress whether in mind or in body. And may our prayer not be made empty by our neglect, but carry with it our readiness to act as your servants, that the lonely and the sick, the anxious and the sorrowing whom we meet, may find us eager to help, for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And in silence we bring to God our own prayers.
To your care and protection, O Lord, we now commit ourselves. Of your goodness forgive us, with your love inspire us, by your spirit guide us, and in your mercy keep us, now and always. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. <laughs>